This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Hail Varsity Radio is live. Now, back to Schmitty. Schmitty's a great guy, but he don't have a brain. And Elijah. You want me to speak? When I point you, yeah. On Hail Varsity Radio. Big thanks to Brandon Vogel for jumping in. Open phones for you here the rest of the hour. Hour two coming up with Hale Varsity. We have Gary Barnett coming in. Good coaches take on response for Nebraska after Michigan and heading into Illinois. Again, we're at the Herdant Sports Bar and Grill tomorrow night, 4 to 6. Come see us as Hale Varsity Radio on the road. And then uh, we'll be uh, set up for the watch party. Get some of that bang, bang shrimp. Yes. I feel like Bubba Gump, man. Just going to be screaming about shrimp for uh, the first half anyway. Uh, the bang, bang sauce, too. And then uh, Real Red Reaction follows uh, from the Hurt at Sports Bar and Grill. Excited to be up there as it's a Friday game. I know it's a, a night for high school, but the Big Ten don't care. So we are uh, hunkering down for all sorts of football fun in La Vista. Come see us. Can log on Hurt at Sports Bar and Grill and find out more info there. 489-1240, 489-1240, number to get in. You want to join us here this first hour, chris at hailvarsity.com, or can find us on the Stream Hail Varsity YouTube channel. Uh, subscribe to that. Give us a follow there, or the Hail Varsity Radio Twitter feed at HVarsityRadio. We touched on schedule briefly. That's the big news drop, along with the Regents giving two thumbs up uh, or more for the $450 million renovation. That is a green light for the Big Red uh, Elijah, between the South End Zone project and between uh, the schedule that is daunting for Nebraska and about everybody in the Big Ten, the time is tomorrow and beyond to find or develop a quarterback, find and develop an offensive line, keep improving on the defensive side of the ball, and, and then just go be able to trade punches in a league that on, on its face right now, Oregon looks like a playoff team, Washington looks like a playoff team, Michigan looks like a playoff team, Ohio State looks like a playoff team, USC. and Penn State looks like a playoff team, and USC. Six of your 18 are playoff squads right now. They're in the running. They're in the discussion point. Dean Blevins also going to be with us along with you Danny know, Burke next I hour. do have a feeling that not all six of those teams are going to make it into the playoff. This no, but year. I think I have you, a, talk, I have a you can talk feeling. yourself into <laughs> – but, hey, with, with the 12-team playoff, you can absolutely justify three oh, 100%. And, and four. Now, the SEC, the SEC is going to be you know, shaking their change cup as well for getting as many in as well. But, I mean, right now you've got an elite – quarterback setup that won't necessarily be traveling to Lincoln or Lincoln won't see that next year maybe they will maybe they won't 
see Caleb Williams in 2024, depending on who gets the first pick. Ohio State will have their kid who won at South Bend, presumably there next season. You're also at Iowa, and your home schedule has three really fun ball games. UCLA coming to town with Chip, Wisconsin with Fickle, and then Coach Prime, as long as he's still in Boulder, the Buffs are still on the schedule for next year. I love that. There's six losable games on top of the fact you've not been able to beat Purdue and Illinois routinely, or Northwestern, dare I say. So the time is now, and by year three, your patience may be minimal now, uh, but but the time right now to get the hard hat and the shovel is absolute for Nebraska football. So by 2024, they're competitive. They still have the rest of this year to be competitive, yes. But it really escalates and accelerates. Think about 2028 with what you, you, that, that schedule is. Penn State, UCLA, Wisconsin, and Lincoln at Iowa, at Michigan, at Minnesota, at USC – and I've skipped over 2025, 2026, 2027, not on purpose, but it's just going to be fun. The, the thing that sucks is you only get Washington and Oregon once. Now, we got to plan that road trip to Eugene. we got to plan that road trip to Seattle. I, I know you're saying a road trip here, but that sounds like more of a flight to me. No, well, what I meant is when we land. <laughs> hey, all I'm saying is if you're flying, I ain't driving. <laughs> Not to those. We're, we're, we're going to call our, our dear friend Bill Walton to get us picked up. That, well, that could honestly, though, be a hell of a cross-country road trip. If no. We, if we make it like a, no. a one, like an entire week-long thing. We're going to have to take a train. Let's take a train. Can we take a train to Oregon? No, well, how fun would it be to do the shows from the road on the way to Oregon? Like, hey, this one's from the Grand Canyon, Hill Varsity Radio coming at you. <laughs> Why would we go to the Grand Canyon? We should make it a whole West Coast thing. Like, it's, I'm telling you, like... The you know, world tour? <laughs> we leave on Sunday... And, like, Monday rolls around, and we're somewhere in the Rocky Mountains. Tuesday rolls around, like, we're somewhere in the Southwest. Hey, this show's Scream, coming at you from Las Vegas. One of us has gloves on, the other does not. And, yeah, it's the Rockies. Uh, dumb and dumber reference for you. Sorry, but, uh, yeah, I know. you got to watch it again. It's good. Um, no, I, I mean, Oregon is more recent. Washington's got a great history. Washington and UCLA, quite frankly, are the two teams it's been a long time since Nebraska's hooked up with USC. Feels like yesterday doing that pregame show in 2006. Check that, 2007. But one of us was doing a pregame show in 2007 when SC came in here and ran Stanley Havili three times for 90 yards up the gut, fullback dive. And uh, Pete Carroll destroyed Bill Callahan in Nebraska that night in Lincoln. So, listen, you, you better get good and you better get good quick. Better get competitive now and carry that over if you're Nebraska. Better get competitive now because I'm I'm looking at the the schedule how it shapes up. If you're not a solid bowl team in 2024 next year, I have serious doubts of whether or not the Matt Rule rebuild will work altogether with just how difficult that schedule gets. Obviously, you can go to recruits and sell the fact that hey. We're in the Big Ten Conference, and this is the conference where winners come to play. And if you want to win, you want to play big time college football. Can you steal the, the Conference of Champions moniker that used to be with the Pac 12? I wonder how long. Walton. Does that trademark go away if the Pac 12 ceases to exist? I, I assume so. That's a good question. Does that go into the, the, the public domain? I don't mm-hmm. know. I don't know. But all I know is if you're not a, a solid bowl team by 2024, I, I seriously doubt Matt Rule's ability to make it work altogether. And, hey, maybe you get into a bowl this year and you can sell it for 2024, sell that build. But 
what I know about, about, about rebuilds in college football, no matter how far down you are in the dumps, whenever the rebuilds happen, you look at, at Bob Stoops way back when, and maybe we'll get Dean Blevins' take mm-hmm. on this here next hour. I mean, they were in the worst period that they had been in 50 years. Can I let you in on a secret? Sure. John Blake was the, God rest his soul, was the coach mm-hmm. that, that could not coach. He could recruit like a machine. He was on Callahan's staff. He landed Sue. John Blake could recruit but couldn't coach. Okay, He was an assistant. He was a recruiter. Stoops came in, similar to Bo, with really good talent. And, and to year two, you win a national championship. You had insane talent on that team. And it, it was a travesty. They were no better than five or six wins or four wins under – the John Blake era, and he he didn't do it right. He's he was he was a, he was an assistant that got an opportunity to be a head coach. So Stoops to do it as quickly as he did was wow, impressive. But the amount of talent Oklahoma had in the cupboard there that was just being mismanaged was was criminal. And and Stoops fixed it. So uh, I'm sorry to interject there. I just no, wanted sir. to. It's to important, say, important context. No, no, it is. I mean, because it's not like he walked into awful talent or players i think i don't know what nebraska has talent or player wise i know what we see on offense right now and and you don't have a a difference maker at at quarterback as of yet maybe that changes with sims and confidence maybe that changes with harburg but you have a difference maker right now at a skill spot or on the offensive line that's fair. That's fair. And and that's what kind of underscores the importance of getting your 2023 and 2024 recruiting classes right, getting some momentum rolling yeah. so you have some talent in the cupboard that you can work with. Because I'm not sitting here telling you, Nebraska, if they want to have a successful rebuild, they have to have a national championship in year two. It's That's that's so far-fetched. No, just get that, to, that's not get what to I'm trying six to say. or seven, even in year two. But you need to have momentum rolling by year two. Kirby Smart, I mean... He lost a national championship in year two, but he got that momentum rolling. Urban Meyer at Florida got the momentum rolling in year two. That's a pretty standard way of rebuilding is that if you want to get back into national relevancy, you got to get things rolling early. You don't have all that much time to, to toil in the muck and the mire and, and, and to be really, really bad because at some point you're going to lose any rec- recruiting momentum that you have, especially whenever you look at the schedule coming up. It makes you wonder, man, why do I want to go play a – a three and nine football team that's got an incredible play four, I should say, a three and nine football team that has an incredibly difficult schedule coming up. Whenever the who's who of college football wants me, it's a hard recruiting sell to make to any recruit out there, anyone between the age of sixteen and eighteen. If you don't get some momentum rolling by the end of year two, and maybe Nebraska can pick things up at the end of year one and get some momentum going into year two, because as I sit here and look at it now. Eight and four might be your ceiling next That'd year. Be, I, I don't dude, know. You'd love eight and four with, Latin, with next year's schedule. Yeah, and, and that's what I'm saying. That might be your ceiling as of right now, based on what I see with talent on Nebraska's roster and, and what's coming in. It's going to take some time, but simply put, anything less than six next year is going to be wholly unacceptable because it makes you really start to doubt the rebuild as a whole, just based on what other teams in college football have done and what, how other coaches handle their rebuilds. You have to have that momentum in year two, and you look at the schedule and man, it's tough to get momentum rolling against those kind of teams that Nebraska has in its schedule in 2024 and beyond. I'll say this, and and you've referenced the year two to year three. And in in year twos for rule, they were 500 or a little better. They were seven and six seasons, okay? And and I'll say this, you mentioned Urban, you mentioned Stoopsy in year two. And what both of those guys walked into – absolute 
football factory talent-wise compared to what Rule has right now. And I don't want people to get mad or throw things. I'm not saying there's not good football players or talent in Lincoln, but what are you seeing right now? You're seeing a lot of push towards some of the young guys that, that didn't blank per Rule on the defensive side of the football against Michigan. And what you have right now for tomorrow night, we'll get into this a little more, is, all right, your, your quest for six, yes, but also your audition. You get to audition some of those young wideouts as the season progresses. You get to audition more of those guys to, to kind of find their footing at more of a full-time role for their future versus the, the reserve role or giving them a little bit on their plate to, to digest. We'll get to some of your comments as well, 489-1240 and in the stream yard. But it and listen, if it's if it's a tough two years, that's fine. You just can't get it wrong and you can't get impatient as the builder here if you're rule. And I, he's been through this before. Well, there, there's a difference between having a sense of urgency and being impatient. Sure. You and, have to be urgent, but you can't be impatient. And the thing that I think you can you can be comfortable with if you're Nebraska, again, back to rule, is he's kind of found some diamonds in the rough wherever he's been at some tough programs with the win-loss record, and he's turned those guys into good good football players.